Hey everyone, Gil Gross here, and it is time for a preview of the 2021 U.S. Open men's final between Novak Djokovic and Daniil Medvedev. As Medvedev seeks his first major title, and Novak Djokovic plays the most historic match of his storied career, going for major title number 21 and the Grand Slam in 2021. The way I do this, if you're new to the channel, I will make an argument for both players. I will explain what needs to happen if they are to win, and then at the end, I will give a pick. This video is brought to you by Rally Tennis. Rally Tennis is a new mobile app that makes it easy to play tennis in your area, whether you want to compete or just train. Creating an account is free. Just head over to rallytennis.com or search for Rally Tennis in the App Store. And if you sign up and use me, Gil Gross, as your referrer, you'll also get $10 towards your account. Well, uh, let's start with the head-to-head -head and the history between these two because it's important and it's the main thing that informs my prediction and my analysis for this match. Djokovic and Medvedev have had a very competitive head-to-head. Overall, it's um, it's 5-3 Novak, but two of those meetings came in 2017 before Daniil Medvedev was really Daniil Medvedev. So just as I start a lot of Novak Djokovic head-to-heads with Djokovic 2011, and I, I'll take it from there, let's be fair to Medvedev and take it from 2019 when Medvedev became Medvedev. And in that case, it's really 3-3. Three three. But the crucial part of that is that Djokovic and Medvedev played in a major final earlier this year in Australia. Obviously, that is the match that is most similar to this one. It was on a hard court, a fast hard court. It was in the best of five format, which proved to be crucial. And Djokovic won decisively after a 7-5 first set, was overwhelmingly the better player in the next two, won in straights. And won a match that a lot of people expected to be a lot closer, just based on the blazing form that Daniil Medvedev showed uh, in the lead-up to that final, and also just the fact that he has captured, uh, he had captured the fall uh, titles in such dominant fashion. The indoor hardcourt swing was uh, very kind to Medvedev. But Novak won really, really decisively. And that match was very different from the previous Djokovic-Medvedev meetings. I felt that Novak knew he needed to do something differently in that match, and he had to come out with a different um, game plan if he wanted to shift this matchup in a more dominant fashion in his favor. So, the previous matchups between Djokovic and Medvedev before then were very physical battles, and they would gen there would generally be a passage of play in those matches that were so incredibly and unbelievably physical that one player would come out of that passage of play in bad shape and would lose the match. Uh, it would be a collision of physicality, which was so... Again, it was too much for any man to withstand. And the reason for that is both players are very good at trading with depth, consistency, defending, putting the balls in, in the court from defensive positions, covering the court extremely well, and that lends itself to long baseline rallies. And when you put these two on the court, that's kind of what was happening, and it was becoming, their matches were becoming a war of physical and emotional attrition. 
And I don't think Novak wanted that in this year's Australian Open final. So he refused to allow the match to become that. And instead, he swung with a lot more risk and made sure that in the first set, whether he was going to win the first set or lose the first set, he was not going to let it get too physical. He shortened the points and he went for more. He increased his ground stroke speed. He increased his depth. He changed direction more. He drop shotted more. And all of those things created a match where Djokovic wasn't having to do a lot of running and a lot of that hard leg work. And Daniil Medvedev was. Now that game plan comes at a cost. And Novak made a lot more unforced errors than he normally would. He accepts that price. He accepts that cost. Um, and the reward for that is later on in the match, he is fresher than Daniil. And that was the mindset. Now, he ended up winning the first set, and that is why it became such a rout, because Medvedev came out of the first set with a lot of miles on the odometer, Djokovic with a lot less miles on the odometer, and Novak was up a set. And it made for a very demoralizing position that Daniil Medvedev was in. And if you can get to Medvedev's legs, just like if you can get to Djokovic's legs, uh, you can change a tennis player and you can make them uh, go from a very consistent kind of brick wall to someone who is a little bit desperate to finish points. And that is where you can get errors out of two tremendously consistent players like Djokovic and Medvedev. So Novak changed up the game plan. He shortened the points, made sure not to do the running, accepted the errors, assumed more risk, and as a result, won in straight sets. With that said, let's get into the analytical prediction for this match. And normally I start with the underdog. And I don't mean my underdog. I mean the betting underdog. And in this case, that is Daniil Medvedev. So let me start with him and talk about his paths to victory, reasons why he can win um, this match. The natural place to start when discussing Medvedev's advantages is to go to the reason why I picked Daniil Medvedev. I'm going to be completely honest just to begin this analysis. There are not a lot of technical paths to victory that I feel very confident in when it comes to Medvedev winning this match right now. The reason why I picked him before the tournament is not because I saw technical advantages. The reason I picked him in this tournament is because I felt that it was a very that it's very likely that Djokovic is under too much pressure in this situation to be able to play his best tennis, and to be able to execute his game plan in a manner that he normally would when he has his nerves under control. And what have I seen from Djokovic throughout this tournament? Well, I've seen a pretty uptight and anxious Novak Djokovic, but he's better at handling it than anyone. He can still reach a level under an immense amount of stress that really nobody can reach. And most importantly, when it comes to closing... And when it comes to finding the most important moments in a match and playing his best tennis, Novak has been really good and he's been able to do it. He's been able to fight through that pressure. But this is one of the rare cases nonetheless where the man going for his first slam is having to deal with less pressure than his opponent who has 20. It's one of those rare cases. And the reason this is important is because Djokovic's Australian Open game plan is going to be difficult to execute if he's feeling tight. I just want to reiterate, what Djokovic was doing in Australia 
was going for 5% more on every ground stroke, trying to increase the ground stroke speed, hit with more depth, go closer to the line, change direction more often, drop shot more, come to net more, all of this aggression, these this aggressive cocktail. And it's going to be difficult to execute that with tightness. If he does not execute it, that could be a couple of things. It could be one, he's not playing clean enough. He's making too many errors. And in that sense, Medvedev could have a consistency advantage. And if Medvedev is going to win this match, I think he'll need to have a consistency advantage throughout the match. And he'll need to finish with less unforced errors than Novak. Um, the other way that Novak could struggle to execute the game plan in Australia. And again, I think that would be due to the pressure and due to the nerves more than anything else would be if Novak can't muster up that aggressive tennis and he plays safer and then they go back to how they used to play these matches or how these matches were played before that Australian Open final. And they do have this physical clash. And if they have that physical clash... You can't ignore the time on court where Djokovic in the lead up to this has had to work way harder than Medvedev and has had to go five sets in the semifinal where Medvedev just went three. And you would have to think that if they are going to go very, very deep, that if anyone's going to be feeling it in the legs, it's probably going to be Novak, assuming they're doing equal running. And that is key. Assuming they're doing equal running. Because again, to reiterate, what Djokovic made sure in Australia is that they weren't going to do equal running. But if they do do equal running, Medvedev could have an advantage in physical endurance in this match based on how much tennis Djokovic has had to play. And also, the pressure makes you tired. The nerves make you tired. So that also diminishes diminishes endurance. Um, so consistency, endurance, these are the ways that Medvedev would have to beat Djokovic. It, it is always the way that Medvedev has had to beat Djokovic, is outlasting shot tolerance, consistency, physical attrition, mental attrition, willingness to suffer. This is how Medvedev has always won when he's been able to beat Djokovic, and th that is his path to victory. But I have to end with the serve-return dynamic. This is a dynamic that was not favorable for Medvedev in Australia at all. Djokovic was on his serve, was on the Daniil Medvedev serve, reading it beautifully, hitting a lot of awesome returns with really good depth, and really punishing the second serve. Well, Medvedev needs to go for more on his second serve. He cannot let his second serve get attacked. Um, and I think he might be able to do that. When it comes to the first serve, look, Medvedev will probably not get a lot of free points, but they need to be timely when he does. And he needs to get a few probably. Uh, now, the good news is that Djokovic probably won't get a lot of free points either. I think he'll get far less free points or even production out of his first serve than he did against Alexander Zverev, who's a good returner, but not quite as good as Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev and Djokovic are the two guys who put more first serve returns in play than anyone else on tour. Period. So what's going to happen with the serve return dynamic and what needs to happen in order for Medvedev to win? In my opinion, he's going to need to 
dig a little bit deeper and get a little bit more out of his serve. It's going to need to be the best serving performance in, of his career. And he's going to need to get some production out of his first serve more than Novak does. And the reason for that is I don't think he has an advantage in the short rallies if he's not if he's not able to build that advantage with one swing of the racket. If he's not able to build that advantage with his serve and both players are making returns, um, I just I can't see Medvedev having more success shortening points and winning those plus one points than Djokovic. Djokovic is better in that area. And I've said that before when previewing the, these Djokovic matches, but it's certainly true in this one. And I don't know what's going to happen in the serve-return dynamic, but I think the most likely outcome is that their returns cancel each other out. And with that, let's transition to Djokovic's advantage in this match. If the returns cancel each other out and both players are making each other play uh, behind their first serve, Novak does a better job of withholding an advantage and finishing in these points. And the reason for that is Novak generates pace better. Um, his forehand is better technically than Medvedev's when it comes to generating. Um, the backhand is almost even, but Djokovic has a better drop shot and is more comfortable hitting his backhand as, a, as an approach shot and coming in. Um, he's also comfortable using the slice as a weapon to kind of set up his his forehand. And Medvedev doesn't do that. Um, that is a little bit more of a rally tactic than a plus one tactic. But nonetheless, I got it in there. Djokovic will come forward and finish at the net. He will use drop shots or he will use his power and his, and his racket head acceleration. Uh, Medvedev just doesn't do this as well. And the result of that is there will be crucial points in this match where Medvedev and Djokovic make first serve returns. And there's a there's a chance for the server to try to stay on top of the rally and, and use that return, that short ball on the return, and try to win the point with that short ball and not get neutralized. And Djokovic, in my opinion on a far more regular basis, will actually finish that point. Medvedev, on a more regular basis, will get neutralized or make errors trying to finish that point. Djokovic is a better plus-one player. And if the returns cancel each other out, that's going to be a key, key factor. Medvedev needs to hope that his serve is bigger and better and is a difference maker and that the returns don't cancel each other out because Medvedev's serve is better. Um, Djokovic is also in a better position when he does get his return back. And the way Medvedev returns from the back fence, it allows him to get so many serves back, it makes him nearly impossible to ace. But I think that opens the door for Djokovic to come in and make Medvedev hit passing shots from incredibly deep positions. Uh, and I also think it opens up a very safe first serve option for Djokovic. I think Djokovic can roll his serve uh, on the do side, hit his slice serve at around 
105 miles per hour and hit a very effective serve at a high percentage. That could be important because that could mean that for Djokovic to hit a damaging first serve that is going to set up his plus one balls, he has a safe option, a first serve that he can hit at 65 to 70%. Maybe Medvedev's Maybe Medvedev has that first serve, that deadly first serve that's going to set up his plus one, but it might be the more difficult serves. It might be the the flat ones up the tee, or more likely on the ad side, it would have to be the flat one out wide because Djokovic will often take away the, key, uh, the tee serve on the ad side. So can they hit their best serves at a high percentage? Djokovic probably has that high percentage serve on a more regular basis. When it comes to trading in the baseline rallies, I feel like Djokovic has a target and Medvedev doesn't. It's well documented that Novak has no holes in his baseline game, that there's really nowhere to go, that there's no pattern or or kind of way to trade with him that is going to produce errors. But I think Medvedev has that. And I think Djokovic will trade deep up the middle to the Medvedev forehand. That is the vulnerable part of Medvedev's game. Uh, he struggles to generate from that position. If he's pulled out wide on the forehand, it can be pretty deadly, pretty lethal. But if you keep it in the middle of the court and you trade with his forehand with depth, that is usually how you're going to find the short ball. And look for Djokovic to do that. I also think that Djokovic will do what he did in Australia. He will invest in Medvedev's legs, even at the expense of errors. I truly believe he will go back to that game plan. We've seen throughout this tournament that Djokovic is comfortable dropping the first set. And maybe Novak will make a lot of errors in this sense. Maybe Medvedev will win a lot of points with his defense by extending rallies in this sense. But if he's able to get to Medvedev's legs, he will eliminate Medvedev's consistency and therefore give Djokovic a long-term advantage, completely destroy Medvedev's advantage in this match. As I said, the serve return dynamic, that's a hope. That's a hope for Medvedev. But the real way that Medvedev has won this matchup in the past is by winning on attrition and rally tolerance, shot tolerance, whatever you want to call it. That's how Medvedev has won this match. If Djokovic can take out Medvedev's legs in the first set, even if he loses the first set, but if he can hit ton of drop shots, ton of aggression, take out Medvedev's legs, he will invest for the future of the match. And I think he'll probably do that. Um, also, I think Djokovic I will um, upset Medvedev's court position by using a lot of slice and a lot of drop shots on the backhand side. Those are all of the advantages that I'd like to lay out for both players. And with that, let's get to the prediction. Normally, it takes a lot of evidence for me to change my pre-tournament pick. Not normally, it always does. I like hard evidence. And to be honest, I haven't gotten that evidence. I kind of haven't gotten it. I haven't seen it. Djokovic has been incredible, but I knew that he'd be incredible, and I thought he'd make the final. I didn't think Zverev would be good enough to beat him, and I didn't think Berrettini would be good enough to beat him. No, definitely not. But I kind of had a feeling Medvedev might be before the tournament. That's why I picked Medvedev before the tournament. I haven't really seen hard evidence to change that um, in this tournament. But you know what I have seen? I've seen too much in this matchup and throughout Novak's career where if I'm really looking at it and being honest with myself, 
I think Djokovic has too many technical advantages here. And I can no longer fade Novak Djokovic or doubt Novak Djokovic because of the way he has managed his pressure up to this point. The way he has managed his stress and the nerves up to this point, it's been too good for me to use that as the only reason of picking against him. And I honestly see that as the only reason to pick against him. And I went with that for the tournament. And I also will be honest with you, part of the reason why I picked Medvedev to win the tournament is because I also thought it was more likely that Djokovic would lose in some sort of shocking fashion to someone that we really that wasn't on our radar and we didn't see see coming. And I felt that the chances that Medvedev that that would happen to Medvedev were like zero. Now that we are here and it is the final and I'm looking at this matchup and I'm looking at all of the things that Djokovic does a little bit better than Medvedev technically and how this match plays out. I see again technically I see an advantage for Novak here. So am I going to just say pressure, nerves, stress, that will be the undoing of Novak and that is why Medvedev will win? Look, Djokovic has been too good, too incredible, too mind-blowing at finding his best tennis when he needs it. He has closed all of these matches brilliantly. So I will change my pick. I'm not going to say the nerves and the pressure are going to conquer Djokovic here and he's going to lose. Um, if it happens to him, I think that would be understandable and human, but I don't think it will. And I changed my pick from before the tournament and I'm going with Djokovic in five sets. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.